0: what's up welcome to the mandatory post fight show wow did we just see such a big fight anyone rocking with us thank you so much remember to hit that like and subscribe button and follow us at the mandatory tko that's where you can keep up to date with us we're gonna get into all of your comments this is an interactive show so make sure to keep leaving your comments let us know your thoughts do you think teofima lopez won this fight do you think Jermaine ortiz was robbed we're going to get into it all. And once again, if you like the content, hit that like and subscribe button. Brian, let's get right into this. We both have a lot to say. Um, and remember, keep that chat coming. Um, we are going to get to your comments. That This was a fight where Teofimo Lopez won by unanimous decision. The scorecards were 117-111, and then two judges scored at 115-113 for a unanimous decision victory for Teofimo Lopez. Do you agree with this, Brian, do you agree with the scorecards? And do you agree that Teofimo Lopez won this fight by unanimous decision?
1: Two things. One, I wish people watching this could have seen Chantel's um, reaction to the scorecards is what I would say uh, before we got on. <laughs> you were not happy.
0: You're gonna and hear it. You're gonna <laughs> hear my thoughts on what I thought about the scorecards.
1: And two, um, listen, this is, I tweeted out shortly before this was announced, one judge is going to give it 117 111 Teofimo Lopez. So I've been watching this sport and covering the sport for a while, uh, watching it for like my entire life. And you know how this goes with the A-side fighter. And this is also why we both bet on Teofimo Lopez to win by decision, knowing that the fight is going to be closer than people expected. Pretty much everything we said was going to happen, happened this time, which doesn't happen all the time, but it happened this time the fight was closer than people expected um ortiz should have gotten more love by the sports books and by people betting on it but you know that wasn't the case Jermaine ortiz fought well but of course Jermaine ortiz uh doesn't get the decision because he doesn't have any power he wasn't active enough with his hands and the judges just aren't gonna vote for or score the fight in favor of a b-side who doesn't have power, isn't active enough with his hands, doesn't dominate the fight, and he kept Teofimo Lopez in the fight. On the flip side, that 117-111 card is pretty outrageous. The 115-113, I could kind of see that either way, and usually when I could see a fight 115-113 for either fighter, then it's just a draw to me, and I kind of landed at a draw would have been fair because like the Sandor Martin fight, Jermaine Ortiz was not active enough, and Teofimo Lopez, again, couldn't figure out a southpaw Uh, You know, in terms of trying to cut off the ring or whatever. And the blueprint is out on Teofimo Lopez and there wasn't an adjustment. And, you know, I don't know if it's a trainer situation. I don't know what it is, but he clearly has all the talent in the world, but he struggles against this same blueprint. So there you have it.
0: So let's get to the scorecards, because I could not believe I don't think I've been this angry for a really, really long time, just because I don't think it's fair for a guy like Jermaine Ortiz did Teofimo Lopez Jr lose that fight? I don't think he lost. I don't think he won either. Now, the way that I had it scored on the scorecards, I had it as a draw, 114-114. And um, the one swing round that I was telling Brian where I thought it could have gone either way was definitely the fifth round for me. I ended up giving it or two Ortiz. Brian gave it to a guy like Teofimo Lopez. But after the seventh round, from the seventh round on, I only gave Jermaine Ortiz one round. He just kind of disappeared offensively within the final rounds. Um, I gave him, I believe, the 11th round, and I hadn't scored a draw. So to hear Teofimo Lopez winning by 117-111, I have no idea what fight that guy was watching. It sounds like anyone could be a goddamn judge in boxing (laughs) because 117-111 is absolutely ridiculous. And in fact, it's kind of embarrassing. Like, what fight were you watching where Teofimo Lopez was up by that? 115, 113, when Brian and I were talking off air, I said, I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to go to Teofimo Lopez. And I'm pretty sure the scorecard is going to be 115, 113. Because there are some rounds where you can be like, you know, that one went to Teo. Uh, Jermaine Ortiz was in putting in uh, the work rate. And of course, they're going to give the guy that's being more aggressive in the ring. But this is by far an absolutely disgusting. Like, I've seen some nasty stuff before, Brian, but 117-111 is nasty. Like, this is ridiculous. So Teofimo gets the W. He only has one loss on his record against George Campos Jr. But as Brian was saying, there is a blueprint on Teofimo Lopez Jr. He struggles against Southpaws and he can't seem to cut off the ring. This was not a great performance by Teofimo Lopez Jr. If you thought Sandor Martin's performance was bad, this was worse. Okay? This was close to a snooze fest at times. Right? That was the Shakur Stevenson blueprint. I was like, what <laughs> why are we watching right now? Because it, was, it wasn't it was entertaining as I thought it would be. Um, I think this is one of those things where we're going to look back on Teofimo Lopez's record and be like, what? I feel a guy for a guy. I feel bad. For a guy like Jermaine Ortiz, who I think is going to be used in like a Jose Pedraza role now. That was an L that he shouldn't have on his record. I know boxing at times isn't fair, but Teofimo Lopez Jr. did not win that fight. He didn't lose it either. And um, it's disappointing. Uh, let's get to some comments. Uh, I am PK13. Let's get to his comment right now. I knew they would give it to Lopez. You kind of have to after that ring walk. I could have had it 7-5 either (laughs) way or draw. Yeah, you know, that's fair. And, you know, there were some rounds, Brian, where I think some people would have trouble maybe scoring, gave it to Teofimo Lopez. But there wasn't a lot of offense. The work rate was low. And in the first half of the fight, Jermaine Ortiz dominated.
1: And it looked a lot like the Lomachenko fight. I actually wanted to ask: Do you think, do you think, Jermaine Ortiz fought Teofimo Lopez better than Sandor Martin did? Sandor Martin did score a knockdown. I kind of feel like Ortiz was a little bit more active, but mm. I'm not sure. Like, I, I to me, this is this is the reason why I understand the the, the emphasis on using that blueprint. I wouldn't have done it. Because you're not gonna get Sandro Martin didn't get didn't get the victory in the judge's eyes, neither did Jermaine Ortiz.
0: You know what the um issue was? And I am PK thirteen, I agree with him. This was the issue. Ortiz was a bit too passive. He's too passive. Like if it so was Sandro
1: Martin, yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're gonna take that blueprint and fight Teofimo Lopez, you're gonna have to be active, very active in that second round of the fight. You can't just win one round and leave it up to the judges. You're never gonna win. You're never gonna win and look at the way that teofimo lopez came out the one thing that i do want to say is he's a superstar right like i don't know if that whole circus thing was teo's idea i highly doubt it because top rank promoted it um like a circus kind of theme yeah they lean into it heavy yeah he did and like that's the type of stuff where superstars are built right and teofimo has all those attributes I'm just pissed off because I don't think he won that fight. I don't think he lost it. And essentially, like, it's not Ortiz getting robbed because he didn't distinctly win it either, but it shouldn't be an L on his record, you know? And it's the unfortunate thing about it.
1: Asher brings up an interesting point in the comments. The gas was nasty and he kept running. I do think that Jermaine Ortiz, after he got cut, noticeably uh, was even less inclined to engage. And I thought, so the cut was in round seven. By that point, when I was looking on Twitter, a lot of people had Teofimo Lopez winning one, two, maybe three rounds by the first six rounds. Yeah. Um, and the seventh happened to be one of Teofima Lopez's best rounds in the entire fight. And that was sort of a turning point where he was on his bicycle a little bit. And I think that, I think that with Jermaine Ortiz, like this is the thing about implementing these sort of styles that, like, It's kind of what we talked about before, where you think these kids coming up are studying Floyd Mayweather, for example, but they're studying money Mayweather, not pretty boy Floyd Mayweather. And they think that and I'm not saying this is the case for Jermaine Ortiz. This is a generation of fighters that we have now, multiple generations of fighters because Floyd was around for a long time that think that you can just win on the scorecards that way. When you're the A side, you probably can. But if you're going to take the title from somebody. It's very difficult to do that. And this is why I had a hard time thinking, while Jermaine Ortiz was going to be very competitive, and he was, did he hurt Teofimo Lopez one time in this fight? This is ultimately why he doesn't get the decision. He boxed so well, and a lot of people are going to hate on Teofimo Lopez, probably some of it warranted, and say, hey, Teofimo Lopez should have lost his fight because he couldn't cut off the ring. He looked frustrated, this, that, and the third. Jermaine Ortiz didn't take the fight from him. He boxed very well, but he wasn't active enough, as IMPK said in the comments and as we were saying. And this is why, ultimately, I just learned that a draw was probably the most fair decision here. 114-114, it would have been, because neither guy really won the fight, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and neither guy lost the fight, <laughs> right? <laughs> Either way, uh but Ace underscore three seventeen says uh, just got here. Teofimo lost that fight, and this happens too many times. It does in boxing, and I think we kind of said this before, and we say this all the time: you have to win distinctively. And Jermaine Ortiz didn't do that, so they're gonna give it to the A side for Teofimo Lopez to have that type of entrance, to have this type of push around him. He's gonna have to lose distinctively, and he got that. It's kind of like in the NBA, right? The superstars get the calls. Same thing. Same thing. Same in boxing. Thing. Yeah. And yeah, or Ortiz- rich get
1: richer in real life. It's the same shit. Like, you know, Jemaine Ortiz as a middle class citizen in this equation, you got to overcompensate to beat the rich dude. And typically so- when you when you're backing a B side to win a fight, when you're when you like, Oh, I think this underdog is going to win. They usually have to have knockout power. Otherwise, you have this situation. You have a lot of people thinking Michaela Mayer beat Natasha Jonas a couple of weeks ago in a similar uh, sort of situation. Though I think Jermaine Ortiz, you could argue, had more of a case to some degree. But like in this, it's the same thing. If you don't yeah. knock out the champion, it's very difficult to win if you're not dominating round by round by round. Jermaine Ortiz did not do that.
0: He just, the issue with Jermaine Ortiz is at least have some type of work rate. Right at times, and you know, um, we had Astrid make a really good point where after the gash, things kind of completely changed, but at the same time, he could have been a little bit more aggressive in those moments in the second half of the fight, and he wasn't. And that's the most disappointing thing about what Jermaine Ortiz did because I think if he was aggressive, he would have kept winning them rounds, and then we wouldn't have Mm -hmm. seen a ridiculous scorecard like 117, 111, (laughs) which is embarrassing for the sport of boxing, in my opinion. Um, you know. I want to get into what's next for Teofimo Lopez, because even though I don't think he won this fight, he won this fight apparently. Okay, he didn't lose it. So, what is next for Teofimo Lopez after beating Jemaine Ortiz? <laughs> um, Brian, what's next for him?
1: I mean, uh, Keyshawn Davis wants a piece of him. I don't think that's going to happen. But Keyshawn Davis <laughs> what wants. Was him. What was that
0: about? What was that? That was out of nowhere. That was like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> just try, all right, all right. it was just what like
1: because so we Keysha- saw the
0: exchange. We saw that you go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so Keyshawn Davis. Um, we can get into the video if we want, but Keyshawn Davis was on um, the co-feature for people who may have only seen the main event. Um, he prior to this bout beat the shit out of Jose Pedraza, fellow Puerto Rican, who probably should retire. Um, great career, multiple-time world champion, but he got his ass whooped. And it was in the sixth round and Keyshawn Davis, it was probably his most complete performance so far uh, against his toughest test so far, I would say. And then after the fight, he calls out Teofimo Lopez, um, says that he's willing to come up to 140 pounds and do it. He is currently a rising star in the lightweight division where Teofimo Lopez was once a rising star in the lightweight division. And he was very adamant about this and had like a a tone to him, like angry sort of like they're beefing type of tone. This comes out the day after. You know, a video comes out where they're talking to each other and it, you know, it, trying to like handle some business, so to speak. And then he calls out Emmanuel Navarrete as an aside, uh, just very, very nicely, um, respectfully. But yeah, I, I don't think Kayshawn Davis is going to fight Teofima Lopez next. I, I'd watch the shit out of that fight. I don't think that's where top rank is going to go next, but I'm open no. to being wrong on that.
0: I would be really down for Keyshawn Davis and Navarrete. I think that would be a great fight Mm -hmm. um, because Navarrete does get hit a lot. And what we saw Keyshawn Davis do to a guy like Jose Petraza, who I'm really high on, I have always been because I think he's a really great boxer. The performance he put on was really impressive. Let's get to some more comments. Um, Luis Porto, a friend of the show. Luis, thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, in the closing rounds, Ortiz got on that bike like De La Hoya did against Trinidad. Unfortunately, you got to take it from the champ, and the champ came to fight that 12th round. Very, very true. By the way, if you give us a donation, we go straight to your comments. We shut up. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Sherm Show. Thank you, Sherm Show. We appreciate you. Yes. There's a difference between boxing matches and a fight. He stuck to the game plan, controlled the action, and outlanded Teo. Listen. <laughs> if he um,
1: did, it wasn't by much. I don't know what the final punch stats were. I remember the percentages being close the entire fight. It's just like we all, we all watch the sport, and we know what a dominant performance looks like. This wasn't that. I think Jermaine Ortiz absolutely has a case for winning this fight, for sure. Yeah. To me, a draw was the most fair decision because he, again, like, in the later rounds, Teofimo Lopez was able to catch on a little bit. Like, and it was just a close fight all the way around. Like, Kind of like Luis Porto said, you have to really beat the champion. Like, this is just how the sport works. And I'm not saying it's great or it's fair or whatever. Like, this is just what it's been for well over a hundred years at this point like rick flair said in wrestling you gotta you know to be the man you gotta beat the man and yeah. i don't think i don't think Jermaine ortiz really did that and i i think i think the 117 111 scorecard is outrageous yeah. um multiple 115 113s, like we knew going into the fight teofimo lopez yeah with all the promotion and him being a minus 700 favorite like we know how this goes you know he's gonna get the favorable end of the stick he should have put on a better performance he did not He still has to adjust because the Southpaw shit is really like, you know, it's the second time now because Sandro Martin was the other. Um, He was he was fine against Lomachenko, which is the interesting thing about that. Maybe it's a size advantage, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think for me, when I take a look at the fact that Ortiz stuck to the game plan, he did stick to the game plan, um, but he didn't do a lot in the second half of the fight. And you have to keep active. You have to have at least somewhat of a work rate. And there were times where it was just a dud. Um, so I think that also played into effect. But by the way, Sherm Show, we appreciate you. Anytime you leave a comment tonight, we got you. Uh, Tyrone the Great, that what that was some BS. I think that's what you're trying to say, right? Tyrone, yeah. 117, 111, hated that scorecard. I don't know who the hell that judge was, but he should not be judging fights at all. Uh, Gerard. Thank you for rocking with the show ortiz won that so you're giving that to jermaine ortiz See, i'm not mad the how would you have scored is- it
1: gerard what would what would have been your scorecard is what i would ask go ahead Sinta. sorry
0: i was just gonna say i just don't think either of them won <laughs> it's like right? i'm just I'm, I'm i'm being honest i i have i don't have much to say on it other than Ortiz didn't win and Lopez didn't win. This was a complete draw to me. And so it's really hard to talk about this. You didn't get a chance to answer your question, though, because we went into Keyshawn and uh, Teofimo Lopez. But what is next for Teofimo Lopez after this fight?
1: Oh, man. I, you know, I think I think Teofimo Lopez needs a knockout in this weight class. Um, the only one he has was against... Pedro Campa. Yeah.
0: Stoppage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, like... Is,
0: is, is, is <laughs> his power... Actually, translating to the hundred and forty-pound division, it doesn't look like it. I
1: don't know. Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor is a South Pole. and he beat the sh- Like I, th- th- tell me I this. I think Jermaine Ortiz
0: though, like no more lateral, Josh more, more lateral yeah.
1: movement. Yeah, yeah. He's Better he's more of a tricky runner.
0: fighter. He's a little bit more slick. Um, and, and you know what, Jermaine Ortiz can be offensive. We didn't even see like an offensive onslaught from him. Like he I can be he a was guy that's
1: offensive against Lomachenko actually. He
0: was. He was. So that's that I thought he was going to come out with the Loma game plan. Um and be that offensive because I figured he would have to against Teo to get the win, but we just didn't see that in the second half. So in the case so you're saying what would be next for him? Like if you could map out Teofimo Lopez, you're saying he needs a knockout, but who is he going to fight next in the division?
1: We're going to pull up BoxRec right now. We're going to go through some of the best names because I tell you what. There's rumors about Ryan Garcia fighting um, Devin Haney next, and I think that's I'm good. Down for that. I think that's yeah. good. Um, I don't think Teofimo Lopez should be fighting Devin Haney next because I now think that while before it was like, oh, who's the best at 140? Like Devin Haney has a spot now. Teofimo Lopez is down here. Um, yeah. Devin Haney
0: has a spot. <laughs> after what one fight, Teofimo Lopez is down here. Yeah, Just yeah,
1: like, yeah. He's like, no, not, he's number yeah. two. He's number two. He's number two in the weight class. spot Um, you know, like I. <laughs> I'm looking at the list. I wouldn't feel great about Teofima Lopez fighting Subriel Matias next. No, that, I don't, that he, that doesn't happen, he doesn't want that.
0: He doesn't want that. Because,
1: remember, that was the rumor before. Like, oh, they're going to do it Puerto Rican Day Parade weekend. And if I'm Subriel Matias and I'm watching this fight, now he— Isn't Matias
0: set to fight somebody else that just came out in Puerto Rico?
1: <sighs> nothing's official yet it seems um but we'll we'll see I, there's nothing official yet but i know uh w- the thing about that matchup is interesting because Teofimo lopez clearly wants a firefight yeah subriel Matias would give him that i think subriel Matias would give him too much of a firefight <laughs> and he might put him on his ass um <laughs> Yeah. Wait, I wait, think.
0: shut up. Ace just left us some dollars. Thank you oh, for the bread, we Ace. We go. Yeah, go to your comments right away, Ace, for the rest of the night. Uh, Sherm <laughs> Show, we're going to get to you too. Uh, if there was a tournament for 140, who would you guys have in the semifinals? And I just want to say I love this channel. I'll come through what I can. Thank you very much, Ace. We yes, appreciate Ace. you. Yes. Going back to our boy Sherm, because remember, if you give us bread, we're going to go to your comments right away. Uh, Sherm Show, um, Ortiz is a better boxer than Taylor. Taylor loves exchanges. Teal struggles with lateral movement. Taylor doesn't have that. That's yeah. true because you don't see Taylor doing that very much, right? More, so he, I...
1: he tries to bully you. Josh Taylor does, which he didn't have success with. Let's go back to Ace because I want to actually like play this out because I I love tournaments. Love tournaments. As somebody who's a wrestling fan, just love tournaments. Um, so there was a tournament for 140. Who would you guys have in the semifinals? So we're assuming this is a four person tournament. Um. <laughs> Devin Haney, in in no particular like I'm not doing the matchups yet, but Devin Haney has to be there. Teofimo Lopez has to be there. Subriel Matias has to be there because those are the three best champions. Rolly Romero is a champion. No, but like, he's, don't put him in there. No. Don't
0: in the semis. No, I,
1: no. no I, I actually I'm putting Regis Progre in there still. Yep. Um. So I would have, I would have Teofimo Lopez versus Regis. No, I would have Tailfeu. I would have Teo Fum- Lopez versus Subriel. and no, 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 no. no, I, no, no. I, 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 you no, had Devin
0: I, versus Subriel, Teo yeah. versus Regis. That's what. That's go. what it would there be. You know.
1: Yes, right. Um, Got because
0: it. I, I think for fifth, um, whenever Jose Ramirez gets back in the ring or Arnold Barboza Jr., I think there's a spot for fifth. Um, where is Ryan Garcia in all of this? Um,
1: not as good as those four.
0: No, he he's not. But that's I think. You know what? I would love to see Ryan Garcia and Teofimo Lopez fight. I think that would be a massive fight. I don't think it happens before Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney. I hope that fight happens because those two have been saying they want to go at it. But if I'm taking a look, i oh, going back to Sherm Show because if you give us bread, we go. We go to your comments. Uh, yeah, be yeah, an interesting fight. Does I just Ryan, don't.
1: Here's a good one. Does Ryan Garcia beat Richardson Hitchens?
0: I I think it's a close fight, but I think Ryan can get it done. Yes. I think that's Hitchins, a tough fight for him
1: i think hitchens might counter punch him to death and give him some problems
0: yeah but at the same time i think, time, I think ryan's power and key, like, speed
1: like okay you know how subriel matias is the boogeyman in this weight class in terms of power i think richardson hitchens is kind of the boogeyman in this weight class in terms of his defense counter-punching ability i think he give a lot of guys problems
0: and, but that's why i don't think he'll get those fights
1: not yet no yes it's a, it's to, a, it's a, it's a risky a fight. fight yeah
0: yeah it's a risky fight for any of those guys in at the top um for me i think it's a time for Tio Fima lopez to possibly fight a guy like arnold barbosa jr <laughs> because these <laughs> guys have Who been going. also yeah these guys have been going at it for a while now there was talk when arnold was at top rank and you know tio's kind of at top Rank. we don't really know what's going on with him he's kind of everywhere but i think he's still promoted by top rank don't know the situation these two need to fight each other uh the dads were going at it This is a fight where I think Arnold could use. And I think if Tio was to have a good performance against Arnold, then we'd be talking about him a little bit more because Arnold's undefeated and he looked good in his last fight.
1: Yeah. It's just, I wonder now that he's left top rank, you know, top rank would have to get with golden boy and try to make that happen. So I'm actually thinking like, all right, promotionally. Yeah. What are top ranks options here is because they had the 140 division (laughs) and then everybody up and left. You know, to the the zone side of the world, Uh, Jose Ramirez is now there as well. Um, And I'm looking at sort of the list of, like, possible guys. And
0: Yo, give me Jose Ramirez and Teofimo Lopez. That's a tough-ass fight. That's a good fight.
1: Jose is also a golden boy now, too.
0: That's true. Everyone's that mm-hmm. golden boy.
1: Like Oscars,
0: is- Oscars raking them in, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he
1: Hopefully was there he though. Him.
0: He was he was there though. Like I saw. I didn't see people Lopez. If I if I saw what I saw on social media, wasn't he kicking it at Oscar De La Hoya's home the other day? Yeah, and then Oscar De La Hoya was there ringside. Like go Teo. Listen, I think there can be fights that can be made. Um, let's go back to. Um, Ace underscore three, one seven team. Sure, I'm sure we'll get to your comment. Haney versus Matias. Teofima versus Rich- Richardson Hitchens would be the matchups for me. Very, very good fights. I don't think anyone wants to fight Subriel Matias. Like, it's hard for me to say this, but I just don't think he's going to get any of those fights because no nobody wants to fight him because he's so scary.
1: I think, I think Subrio and Richardson Hitchens will be the most avoided fighters in this division.
0: Hitchens versus Jose Ramirez would be great right now. I agree. Yeah. Both top ten at 140, and winner could take that last fight. I'm still kind of hoping that Ramirez and Arnold Barbosa Jr. fight because I think they have the same manager, if I'm not mistaken, and I think that's an easy fight to make. Um, because Both I think Golden
1: Boy now they have the same promotional company too. Like... Um,
0: but I I do think at this point Tiofimo Lopez is not going to take a small fight. I think he's going to have a he wants a big payday, and wants a massive fight, and I think it should go down. It's obviously. I don't think it's going to happen in June because that's too close uh, for a Puerto Rican Day Parade that weekend. I think it could happen Heisman Heisman night in December unless uh, Tio June, wants to stay busy.
1: June's not that. June's four months. Like you could, you you could, you could make that happen. I j- I don't. I'm Taylor Lopez, Lopez. I'm staying away from Superio Matias. Um. Yeah. Also of note, Richardson Hitchens does have a fight coming up against Gustavo Lemos, uh, April sixth. Your boy Diego Pacheco is on that card. I,
0: yeah, That's I'm re- very fun. high on them.
1: That's um, be very fun.
0: So before we get up out of here, and we're going to get to your comments, so keep them coming. Final thoughts, Brian. What is next for Teofimo Lopez? What is next for Jermaine Ortiz? Quickly, and if you could pick any guy to fight Teofimo Lopez right <laughs> now, who are you? Gonna, who are you picking? You can only pick one.
1: Now. If you're asking me in terms of realistic or just fantasy, like I can pick. Realistic. I, okay. Realistic. Because my fantasy pick would have been like. Bud Arnold Crawford. Arnold
0: Mine would have been Bud. Bud was talking smack. Um,
1: but Let no, me I, read I, out
0: I, the tweet for, for everyone on the show right now. I got, I got a kick out of it because I was like reading it before we got on here. Uh, this is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I just saw another one that he had. All right. Terrence Crawford tweeted, talked all that shit about me and lost. Like I told him focus on who you fighting not me at teofimo lopez back to the drawing board you go chump and then um devin haiti devin Haney tweeted the king of 140 with the crown and then terrence but crawford tweets again he got a gift and he know it that's why he's crying
1: <laughs> oh that's great that, 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 i'm sorry I, I
0: love that stuff right there that was great i love the twitter beef um so Brian, if you could pick anybody, who are you picking?
1: Realistically, we're doing.
0: Yes. Can <sighs> give man. Two, two names for you, what, what path you think he could go on? Because I feel like we've talked about what's next for him, but we haven't given like a clear cut answer.
1: Yeah, I mean, because uh, I'm looking at the list of like potential realistic options. Because all the best, none of the best guys are on top rank anymore. So it makes this a little challenging and you're unclear about the sort of promotional situations of whoever, like I, I'd like to see, and I don't think this is out of the realm of possibility because I don't even know where PBC is at, the, is at this point, but they've yeah. made fights with ESPN guys before. I'd like to see him get the winner of Roley Romero and isaac Cruz. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I think, I think either way, like that's an interesting fight. Um, the Super El Matias one will probably be my favorite and God,
0: isn't wow. he with pbc though still
1: i just, I don't I, i'm a, it, the pbc shit is very like it's unclear who's who's still going to be there right yeah. like it's just this is boxing people like y- yes you would think everyone would know whatever whatever but like guys can ultimately do what they want and contracts in any form of business they're made to be broken, so like it doesn't really matter like who's where, and in some level for you know outside of like ten percent of people, you know like Javante Davis, we know where he is. Terrence Crawford is his own man. Canelo Alvarez, he has a PBC deal, but he's kind of his own man. Like guys can move around as they please in some respect. Um, Ace asked, "Would you guys rather see Haney versus Matias or Teofimo versus Matias? Teofimo versus Matias is my answer."
0: That's more of a banger, yeah, um, yeah. I think that would be more of an interesting fight. Um, Ace um, just just giving us compliments here, you know. I love the banter too, Chantel. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love the back and forth when they're going at it on Twitter. Um, hold let's out, go hold back. Out.
1: This is a funny ass comment, and we have not put uh, Lawrence. Uh, on the show, yes. Yeah. So, let's see. Jermaine Ortiz should fight Shakur in a baseball field-sized boxing ring so they can yeah. run as long as there is land to run.
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. Could you imagine? That ring would be huge, yo. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Lawrence, you know how big baseball fields are, bro? <laughs> we-, we would be watching a track meet. You know what I mean? Which, you know, the Olympics are coming up. So track is one of my favorite things to the Olympics.
0: Here's the thing that I think about that. It's like, I understand people are like, he's running, he's running. Lawrence, I get it. It can be boring at times, but it's so tactical. And it's part of a game plan that I like it. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm I'm being difficult. Like, I I love that stuff about boxing. It's so tactical. So, like, I know people hate it. And I know people, uh, there's people that hated Money Mayweather style. They thought it was boring at times. I loved it.
1: You need like I, some I, offense, though, is the thing yeah, that some it people can't be. like. Yeah, you have to You have to throw a little bit Edwin De Los Santos. Uh, um, you
0: know. Let's go back to Sherm show, though, really quick. Because, I mean, yes. come on. You, you donated Sherm. so we go yeah, back yeah, to you every yeah. time? Uh, let Matias fight that old man, Boroso, as a tuna. <laughs> After that hand injury, old man got the power to test him. I'm um, Yeah. Banger. yeah. And, Banger. And isn't right? he? He's Colombian, right?
1: yeahil Barroso, yeah, or, or, so that'd or, be great. wait, wait, might be, Am Venezuela.
0: I wrong? I oh, he could Venezuela. be Venezuela, okay, yeah, yeah. He's Venezuela, I mean, that's great, that's great, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, I'd be down for that, um,
1: yeah. Subrio might put that dude into retirement, but I would love to see that fight for sure,
0: um, so as we kind of wrap up here, um, so did you even answer the question
1: yeah, i said I said, I said, I <laughs> said, just get I said in terms of tail fantasy opponents, uh. I think you can actually make it work where he fights the winner of Rolly Romero and Isaac Cruz. Super El Matias will probably be my favorite, and I feel like that fight is actually obtainable. They, they've negotiated already, yeah. reportedly. Like they've negotiated already, so actually that should that should really be the number one. But. I think Surreal Matias could really win that fight.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Um, And I'm going to go with Ace 3117 because I I say this on the show all of the time because anyone that watches the show knows this. Um, I love going for LA Mexican boxers. That's just just what I do. The Cali roots, (laughs) and I love my Mexican style boxing. I want to see Teofimo Lopez versus Arnold Barroso Jr. I think there is a way that Top Rank and Golden Boy could possibly make it happen. If that doesn't happen... I think there is a path because Devin Haney is kind of like his own boss. He goes anywhere. So maybe later down the line in December, if Devin Haney and Brian Garcia doesn't happen, Teofimo Lopez and Devin Haney would make a lot of sense to me. That's a massive fight. Blockbuster fight can happen before the end of the year. And I think that's a fight a lot of people would want to see. And there's always back and forth with Teofimo Lopez and Devin Haney. And if I'm watching tonight's fight, I think Devin Haney wins 117, 111, and it's a real damn scorecard of a win uh, against Teofimo Lopez. So, you know, those would be my two picks. I want him to fight Arnold Barbosa Jr. because if Arnold has a good fight against Teofimo Lopez, that's good That's good for Arnold. You know what I mean? A guy that's very underrated in the division. And then if Teofimo Lopez ends up having a crazy fight against Arnold Barbosa Jr., then we're talking about Teo again like, yo, he pieced him up. But That's a fight that I think needs to happen because there's some beef there as well, right? There's a little bit of beef there as well. So it's like, that makes sense. And I'm going to throw Regis in there too because I think Regis can beat Teofimo Lopez.
1: Oh, okay. Just dropping a bomb toward the end of the show. I mean, listen, I think there's people that would agree with you. I think there were people that would have said you're crazy following Regis Pro Ray's performance against Devin Haney leading up- But after this performance? but after this
0: Regis can take just take the blueprint and he'll be a lot more active in the second half of the fight right they're both power punchers and um I'm not I'm not counting up Regis just yet because Devin Haney's that good
1: I Regis I mean Devin Haney and Teofimo Lopez are clearly the best two in this weight class I still think even after Regis's performance against Devin Haney like he he's one win away from being right there all over again which is why I actually think Regis Progres should fight Regis Progres should fight Arnold Barbosa or Jose Ramirez. Like, yeah. the, these top 10-ish dudes that we're talking about all need to fight each other, which is where we always come back to in the sport and not enough of these dudes fight each other. Um, and and I just want to say, like, Jermaine Ortiz real quick, if we could spend a couple minutes on him before yeah. we get out of here. Jermaine Ortiz, like, it, th- this sucks because now he has two decision losses on his record that, you can make the case especially for the second one that should have been a draw could have even gone his way um i really hope that he is not promoted as a gatekeeper i hope that he gets a real opportunity to get a title he's good enough co- clearly he's proven this twice already good enough to compete for a championship at championship level this was a title shot for him at 140 um shit, i think he could beat Roly romero right now I think there are other guys in this division that I think he could beat right now that are top flight. He is a really, really good fighter. Just think he needs to be more active um, and finish fights stronger. But Jermaine Ortiz is really good, and I hope that he is promoted well and given real opportunities uh, to win the title from here on out because he deserves it and he's good enough.
0: I just think going back to who he should fight though, like what's next for Jermaine Ortiz. And I think if he's going to take the Jose Pedraza route, um, you know, that's going to be a little bit different for him. Like if he's going to be used as, and I don't want to say tomato can, but a guy that they put in front of other guys to a jobber to the the
1: stars is what they call it in wrestling.
0: Um, you know, I'm taking a look at like, what if he fights a guy like Gary Russell?
1: Oh, Does he lose that, that, that fight? That's, that's, Does
0: he lose? Does he lose that fight? Like there's very no,
1: Antoine yeah. Russell to be clear, people. Like just, yeah, um, that's kind of like feeding him to like the next star. It's kind of like putting Jose Pedraza in the ring with Keyshawn Davis. You know what I mean? Not to say he lose that uh, fight. Yeah. Like not to say he lose that fight, but you, you're you're kind of setting him up. You know what I mean? Like.
0: Yeah. It, well, he's probably going to fight a guy at t- under the top rank batter, so it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, do they end up making deals with Golden Boy or Eddie Hearn's Matchroom Boxing? Like, I don't know, but there are some really good fights. Like Jermaine Ortiz and Jack Catterall would be interesting. Jermaine Ortiz and Josh Taylor would be interesting.
1: Liam Paro.
0: Right. So I think there's definitely options um, for Jermaine Ortiz, but yeah, I don't want I like I don't want him to get fed. To the stars so they could like level up um but we just yeah. want to say um thank you for everyone that came out tonight to kick it with us um after teofima lopez and um jemaine ortiz who both did not win that fight in my opinion <laughs> um (laughs) i thanks for all the nice comments that you guys left rocking with us we do appreciate you and you're the reason why we do these uh post fight shows so if you want more definitely let us know even for the nerd ones uh we're open to um your thoughts brian any final thoughts before we get up and out of here
1: yeah and i agree with impk when he says you guys should have way more than 1500 subscribers oh fifteen hundred fifty subscribers yes we're trying thank you we're we're, we're trying (laughs) tell your friends
0: tell your family
1: yeah yeah tell everybody uh we 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 do this you know sort of on our off time or some of our off time because we both work like have actual jobs in this industry uh you know on camera writing etc so uh we appreciate all the support and we're going to continue to put some stuff out next week we're supposed to have Alexander usick and tyson fury tyson fury got cut that fight is now going to happen, I believe, in May. So next I like week-
0: that it got moved because we probably wouldn't have been able to do a post fight show because I wasn't available. But yes. now that it's in May, I think we have a pretty good chance that we could do it. And that's the one I think we should do one.
1: May for. what? What day is that?
0: No idea, man. I think it's like 17th around that time. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm making sure it's not the week before. Someone watching this right now knows why I say that. Are you going on vacation um, again? I'll tell you all fair. Um, it is May 18th. Yes. Okay.
0: Brian's getting married. married. No, 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 no. no, no. (laughs) I'm just playing with you. Uh, Final thoughts before we get up out of here.
1: Um, so next week is basically Oshaki Foster and Abraham Nova. That's going to be here in New York City. I may actually go to that fight. Don't know yet. We'll find out next week.
0: Wait, wait! Before we get up out of here, and for the six people that are in here right now, who is your pick for the Super Bowl, real quick? Because me and me and oh. Brian secretly have a pickskin podcast that nobody knows about, and like Every it's time we legit. Get off, we just
1: start talking football. It's um, legit. I have bet on the Kansas City Chiefs money line, not plus two, to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that's I- my pick
0: hard to pick against uh patrick mahomes and ace you're a chiefs fan i thought we were cool man (laughs) (laughs) um fighting taylor swift's the swifties Yo, i I, how many times are going to show her on the screen as someone Um,
1: who is a, a a a hater taylor swift does not bother me at all at all the taylor swift shit has not bothered me one fucking bit seriously i
0: don't i don't really care i just don't care about it like i just don't understand I just i'm not know. I'm
1: not like a fan, so to speak. like I don't I, I know her her like super famous songs. She doesn't bother me.
0: Okay. Well, anyways. um By the oh, way, yeah. um just like some comments here, you know, give to them real quick. That was a boring ass fight. A little bit, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yo, uh, not no-
1: nothing. We've had some. We've had some. We've had some high profile duds lately. I mean, we've had some good fights. We had this, this the Shakur fight not that long ago. The fight of the year yeah. so far is the Tasha Kayla Mayer. We can't get people. Hell a good fight. Team. We can't get people on the same page regarding who won that fight. But that was yeah. that's the best fight that I've seen this year so far, for sure. Uh,
0: according to the chat, a lot of people rocking with the Chiefs. Not surprised. I, I'm trying to figure out a way that both teams can lose due to my allegiances. But this can't happen, apparently. Um, <laughs> we're, we're getting into Taylor Swift stuff now. Uh, the Swifties, I feel, have hurt the odds for me. So I don't like them. Um, yeah, that's true. A lot of people are taking the Chiefs. Hard to bet against uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But I do want to say one thing, though, that the Niners, on paper, have the most depth. They're the most talented team. But I think a guy like Pacheco could run it on them because I don't know what's up with their run defense. I don't know what happened to the run defense.
1: A lot of sharp sharp betters are taking Pacheco overs.
0: Yeah, and if I hear bang bang Niner gang one more time, I'm gonna jump off a goddamn cliff. <laughs> like I I swear to god, like, you know, Bay Area roots and all. I'm just like, I don't I'm I'm I can't stand Niner fans right now. I cannot, mm-hmm. but I don't know who I dislike more, you know? I feel like I don't know. I'm I'm rooting for Usher. Anyways, guys, I, it's time to go home. Um for everyone, well, to bed or whatever. Um anyways, final thoughts, Brian. We got carried away there.
1: Yeah um we'll be back very soon keep supporting the channel uh tell your friends to subscribe donate do all those things and we will come back consistently hopefully with more lives uh, as boxing starts to pick up because we got we got amanda serrano jay paul coming up like we have we have some fun things coming up that we'll try to do lives for <laughs>